Welcome to Admitted, the College Confidential Podcast, your spot for talking all things college. My name is Gabby, your host for this episode. This week, we'll be talking all about college majors and career paths. I got the chance to interview Riley Chong, a College Confidential student ambassador and freshman at Vanderbilt University. Let's see what he has to say. With me today, I have Riley Chong. Um, He is a freshman attending Vanderbilt University. Uh, Hey, Riley. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, I'm so excited for this. Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Um, How are you today? I'm great. I have no classes for the day, so that's just, it's always a good feeling. Um, And so, yeah, it's it's really nice because I had a pretty busy week, so just having my Friday to myself is really great. Yeah, yeah. I don't have the luxury of having no Friday classes, but I make sure like for the first two semesters, I've had like Tuesdays and Thursdays where I have either like one class or like no classes. So I really liked, I really enjoyed that. So I think it's always important to take, take a little break, you know, have a little rest in between. No, yeah, for sure. I I just, every, after every math exam that we have at school, like we don't have class the next day. And so that's why I I usually only have one class, but obviously it's canceled today. So Yeah. Yeah, that seems nice. All right, just going to jump right in. Um, Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, my name is Riley Chong. I am a freshman at Vanderbilt University. I am majoring in um, applied math and HOD, which I'll explain later on in the uh, podcast. Um, And I'm originally from Los Angeles, California. Um, And I am just really passionate about educational equity, higher education access, um, social media. And so um, I'm actually a content creator on TikTok as well. I focus a lot on higher education accessibility and kind of college access resources. And so um, that is kind of where I pursue my passion um, a lot of the time. Um, And yeah, other than that, I'm just like a really avid coffee drinker. I drink probably way too much coffee a day. um, And I also like to run and work out. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. I have to ask, what's your go-to coffee order? Yeah, um, in the morning, I get like a quad espresso over ice with like white mocha and cinnamon syrup and oat milk and oat milk. Can't forget the oat milk. So that's my go-to coffee order. It's kind of a lot, but um, I just can't function without it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I see what you mean. Like going here, I was like, I'm not really a big coffee drinker, you know, I'll have it like here and there, but not really big. Then school opened up like a Duncan. It's called our dunk tank. Ooh, the building it's in is called Tank and Beal, but we call it tank. It's called our dunk tank. I don't think I've fallen in love with something more than Duncan. I I had to cut myself off after winter break. I was like, listen, no, I just gotta yeah. take a break from this coffee for a minute. But I could totally see what you mean. Really, really enjoy coffee now. Not not yeah. like I need it, but really, really enjoy it now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm a Starbucks girly, so you know. That used to be me. That used to be me. And then I met Duncan. I was like, I'm sorry. I just had to push you aside. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So actually, can you tell me about how you got into content creating? Um, You mentioned that that was one of your passions. Can you tell me like how you got started in that journey? Yeah, um, I love talking about this because it's like kind of, I didn't actually start um, with like college access, um, stuff like that. Like that wasn't what I built my, um, that wasn't what I started with. Um, now my platform is very much built upon that, but before I didn't start like that, I actually started posting like student council president ideas. So I would like 
just film videos, um, kind of giving out ideas for student council presidents to do. And so that's how um, I kind of like started going viral, I guess, on TikTok. And I did not know that there was like such a demand for that, but I mean, I guess there was. And then I really started to think about like, who is my audience um, and who is really viewing these TikToks and like student council presidents are often juniors or seniors. And so I was like, wait, maybe I can transition more towards college stuff. And um, as soon as I started posting a lot of like college content and kind of um, advice videos on the college application process, I, that's when I really started to realize, like, realize that there was like a lot of people who were in my position um, who like just didn't have like well-funded um, college centers. They didn't really have access to a lot of like advising services. And like, that was kind of like what, who my videos reached. Um, and so I just started to create more of that content, started to be like really real with my audience and like, look, this is what you should be doing. Um, and so I really just like built my platform um, through that. And it's just been a really great experience to kind of see how my videos have been able to impact students and see who it's been able to reach, especially. So yeah, that's kind of my journey there. I love that. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people are really passionate about, you know, outreaching and giving people that don't really have the same resources, especially in terms of education and college. I mean, there's so much information about college out there. It can seem really overwhelming. I think, honestly, I think that's similar to my story. That's how I started really, you know, putting out TikToks, putting out, you know, podcasts and things like that, just to give people more equity in so many different unique ways. I think that's the beauty of all this technology and social media and really tech these days is just how far it could reach audience members. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So this month, College Confidential is really focusing on, you know, deciding your majors and your careers. Um, you mentioned that you're majoring in public health, public policy, and economics. Um, this is definitely a mouthful. Can you elaborate a little more on this? Yeah, um, I definitely, so that has changed since um, I joined College Confidential, and I'll go through how that's changed. Um, so I applied to Vanderbilt as a public health major, because um, at the time I was really interested in like health policy, and um, I didn't, I kind of, as I became more interested in health policy, I kind of took up like public policy on the side as well. And so there was a period of time where I was like a public health, public policy major. And then full 360, I like didn't want to do that anymore because I was kind of realizing the sorts of opportunities Vanderbilt has. And a lot of that happens to be in like business, economics and things like that. And so, um, I transitioned over to become an econ and public policy major. Um, and then, oh my goodness, after that, I was like, no, no more, no more public policy. I was like, because there's this program at Vanderbilt, which I mentioned I would um, talk about, which is called HOD, Human and Organizational Development. Um, and that's a very Vanderbilt specific program that basically focuses on, the way I would like describe it to people is how we, um, it's basically like how we solve problems within our, within our communities through like business. And that's like basically what the major is. Um, and so we focus a lot on like human development, community development, and also talking a lot about like internal business structures and how we can like use businesses to um, further um, social change, things like that. And so that was kind of like a perfect blend between like public policy and business, which I became very passionate about. And um, that's kind of like why I got interested in the HOD program at Vanderbilt. Um, and then, so as of right now, I'm technically still like econ HOD, um, economics and HOD, but as I realized that I'm really bad at statistics, um, I have kind of slowly transitioned over to kind of wanting to be in a math major um, instead of statistics. 
uh, because I'm just like really bad at statistics. I just don't think my brain is built for that. Um, and so um, the math program here at Vanderbilt is very much more like calculus, and, like algebra focused. And so I'm kind of like slowly transitioning over to that, especially since there's a lot less requirements for the math major than there are the economics major. And so, um, and also I'm, I just enjoy math a lot more. Um, and so, yeah, as of right now, I'm thinking about doing applied math and HOG, but that is still up in the air. But I guess like that goes to show like you can really, I, I guess like the first freshman year is really just about exploring what you like and what you want to do and what works for you and what doesn't. And that's been very clear for me um, this past year. And so I'm glad that, um, you know, I'm able to do that and that I have the freedom to do that. And so, yeah, that's kind of a bit about my major switching journey if you will but happy to talk more about that <laughs> yeah um I think that's the beauty of college really just being able to um go and explore all of your interests like you might come in saying I love this certain major this path and you get there you're like I actually hate this I, this is not for me and I honestly I think in my own college journey that happened with me um I was really dead set on neuroscience because I was like, I don't, I want to do the pre-med path, but I don't want to be in just biology. I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. I like, I know pre-meds like biology and people like, that doesn't make any sense. What do you mean? You don't want to do biology. And I'm like, it's just, it's just not for me. I don't feel like taking all those biology classes, but yeah. I think neuroscience was really a nice balance of biology, also sciences that I was interested. So mix of psychology, cognitive science, yes. things like that. Um, and then I discovered sports medicine or kinesiology in some colleges and universities, it's called. And I think that's the major that I'm really in love with. And they only have a minor here at Case Western. So it's kind of oh, sad. Okay. It's really, really sad. But I'm really excited to get involved in that. And I think that's just, you know, discovering yourself. Like, I never would have thought of sports medicine or kinesiology as something and as part of my past. So I think that's something that a lot of students can take into consideration when thinking about you know their dream college or some college or university that they're really yeah. interested in is that you know things can change in like an instant you could discover I really I really don't enjoy this like I honestly me I ca I cannot enjoy math as you seem very you love math a lot I I think calc two right now I'm like I can't solve another antiderivative it's just not for me like <laughs> <It's> <laughs> but yeah, yeah um so what career path are you thinking about taking with this major yeah. Um, well, right now, I think what I really want to go into after college is consulting. I know, so unoriginal, but like um, literally everyone at Vanderbilt ends up going into consulting after. And I'm like, rightfully so. Like, you know, we have like, you know, I think the beauty about college is that you also have so many opportunities to jobs after. And so like, um, you know, that's why a lot of us do go into consulting. Um, but I think specifically right now, I want to go into like marketing consulting. Um, again, like I mentioned, I'm really passionate about like social media and marketing and I, um, have been very interested in that. And so I think as of right now, I want to go to marketing consulting, but if I do find another interest within consulting, I'm more than happy to like switch over, um, just because consulting is another one of those fields that you can just kind of like explore. Like it, that, mm -hmm. that's why, that's why consulting is such a good industry to go into after college. And so I'm really just like really open to like where where in consulting I go into. Um, and HOD, I feel like really prepares you for that. Um, my dream job, I guess, like after that is to go into like, I want to like be in like marketing leadership at some company. I think that's something that I really want to do when I'm older. Um, but yeah, as, in terms of the math stuff, I think that is really just a 
that I I just really interested in math. I I think I I think I'm I just very math I guess oriented, and so that's why I'm doing that. Um, and if I want to go, end up going into like something like investment banking, where math is very very heavy. Um, I can do that with my math degree. So um, that's kind of math is just kind of opening up the playing field for me. Um, if I do want to go into like finance or investment banking, which um, I'm also open to as well after college. Yeah, a lot of a lot of versatility here is what I'm seeing. Um, yeah, but hopefully, yeah, hopefully, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I love how it like ties in with your passions now, the consulting. Um, you're kind of in a way a consultant now with, you know, your social media page and your TikTok, you know, advising juniors and seniors. So I think it's really, it's really nice to see how it all connects together, especially like what we start doing now connects to your career in the future. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Like I, the whole math major thing is like the last thing I expected. Cause like, I was actually pulled out of the accelerated pathway in middle school of the accelerated math program. Um, Cause my mom was like, you can't handle this. And I was like, yeah, I can't. But, um, you know, so that's why I'm saying like, I never really expected myself to be interested in something like this, but like, I think just the math department is so strong at Vanderbilt. And so, I mean, like I want to take advantage of it. And so um, I think that's another reason why I'm doing it. Yeah. And uh, has a, I have a lot of respect for them. Like I have a couple of friends that are math majors and like, I have this one friend, he like reads calculus textbooks in his free time. And I'm like, you're, mm, you're amazing. I'm not that extreme, <laughs> but you know, <laughs> It's a very rare type of person to enjoy reading the math textbook. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Uh, respect, respect though. I'm not that extreme though, but you know, I'll, I'll do some calculus problem sets if I want to, but you know, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we're going to shift gears a little, um, talk more about you and your time at Vanderbilt. Um, how did you get there? You know, what was your, you know, college admissions pathway? Um, how did you, what, what did it first look like when you kind of knew, okay, this is it? I'm going to be, you know, attending Vanderbilt University. Yeah. Um, I think so, like, in terms of my timeline to get here, um, I, you know, really started to think about college in junior year. And I knew it was something I knew for like a lot of my life, I wanted to go to university, four-year university. My parents are in the public education system. And so like, they never really like pressured me to like go a certain pathway like for all they cared, I could have gone to community college or like I'm from California, obviously. So the UC system is very popular. Like they really did not care where I went. Um, but I personally knew I wanted to go to like a private school, midsize in a big city. Um, but at the time that didn't really seem attainable, just again, com- coming from my background and coming from like what the type of, type of school I came from. Most kids went to like state schools and community college. And so a private school is kind of like, what are you even thinking? Um, but I'm sorry. But so when the college process actually started, I applied to like a lot of schools. And I think like in short, I was getting like waitlisted by a lot. And if I did get accepted, I wasn't getting money for any from any of them. And so like financial aid was a big factor in my decision um, to whatever college I ended up going to. And so, um, yeah, throughout March and February, it was a really stressful period just because, again, I was getting accepted. I was either getting accepted and not getting any money or getting waitlisted. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... It really started to work out for me at the very, very, very end of college application season in that like last few days of March when Vanderbilt came out and um, didn't really expect, Vanderbilt was like, I think my number two choice, not that like, like I, it was one of my top choices and I would have been happy with any of them. And so I didn't really expect to get in and then I got in and like, they not only 
accepted me but gave me enough money to go and so it kind of just like all tied together at the very end like I really didn't know what I was going to do until the day I got into Vanderbilt because I was going to commit to I was actually going to commit to like UCLA not to take out a bunch of loans because I didn't get any financial aid which I didn't really want to do um so really it really did work out all in the end and I know that's like something that a lot of people say and just like throw in the air and like it really has no weight to like that statement has no weight I feel like anymore but I beg to differ because like it really did like work out for me at the very 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 end um and it really only took that one school to accept me and give me the money to go um for me to attend something that like I didn't even ever expect to and so I really like tell that to people a lot like if you don't think it's going to work out don't lose hope because it really only takes one school I know you see all these people getting into like 10 schools like 15 schools but like I really just like try to reassure people that it only takes one school like at the end of the day you're only choosing one school and so that's really the only thing that matters um so yeah that's like my timeline I guess um and since coming here I've really loved it I Vanderbilt has like exceeded like all my expectations honestly I absolutely love being able to travel back and forth from home to here and I love the people here I feel like Vanderbilt has like a really good like work hard play hard balance and also like a very non-competitive environment that I feel like you could see in like a top institution but like mm -hmm. since coming here like nobody has like ever tried to like I've never felt the sense of competition in my classes, everyone's like super collaborative. And like, I think part of that comes with like Vanderbilt's emphasis on the whole idea of like community and the way they like structure their freshman first year experience. And so like, I definitely think that like, again, it succeeded all my expectations. I really do enjoy it here. Um, and yeah, I think like one complaint though is like the food, but you know what, it's college. Like you can't really do much about that. But I just, I, I loved it. I love my roommate. I love my friends. I love the uh, classes, the opportunities I've been able to get here. Um, and I have no regrets, like no regrets at all. So that's, that's kind of how, how that's, that whole thing worked out. Yeah, I love that. Um, I think a really important thing here to stress is, you know, you'll end up, my mom used to tell me this all the time, you end up where you're going to end up, where you're meant to be. Um, yes. And I think, you know, in the process, I think juniors and seniors really like lose sight of that they're like I they're really stressing about you know their top choice and is this where I'm supposed to be you know why isn't things falling into place for me why isn't this happening for me and I think just the main thing to remember is that you're going to end up where you're supposed to be you know that might be your first choice that might not be your first choice but at the end, the end of the day it's going to be where you're meant to go yes, and yes. prosper and go and get that degree and go live your dream job and things like that so I think that's really important yeah. I think your story really really highlights that like um with you know on TikTok and social media all you see is you know class of 2020 well it's 2027 now that's crazy to think about yeah um everyone getting into their top schools and you're sitting there thinking well it's not working out for me, but I think a really big piece is just remembering, you know, you're going to end up where you're supposed to end up. Yeah. And heavy on the, like, even if it's not your first choice, like, I think there's this like concept, like mis misconception that like it working out for you means that you get into your top choice. Like, I don't think that that, like, that there's no relationship between that. I think like you, you can learn to understand that something works out. It doesn't have to like all just like work out and you like, Oh my god it worked out for me like I think people like I think it's more common to like learn that it does work out if you don't end up going to like a school that is your top choice things like that and so like I think 
for a lot of my friends, that was very evident too. Like they ended up not going to their top choice, but like they love their experience at whatever school they're at right now. And they learned to understand that this was what was meant to be. Um, and so I think that's really important. And that, 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 that puts it a little bit more into like reality, I guess. Um, but yeah, for sure. I think the college application journey is just so stressful. I personally had a lot of friends who like early action to a lot of schools and ED to a lot of schools and were getting into their top choices. And I was like, that was not me. I did not ED or EA anywhere. Um, and so it was just really difficult for me to see that. And I had to wait three months until it all, you know, fell into place. And so it just takes, sometimes it takes a little bit more than we, ex more time than we expect. Yeah, definitely. And also remembering everyone's journey is different. I can also relate to the yeah. friends EDing and EAing. Like I came from a very yeah. competitive high school. So uh, everyone's trying to get into IVs. Everyone's trying to get into that top choice. And I'm, I'm personally, I'm too anxious to do the whole ED, like committing. Oh, yeah. I guess like the only commitment I did is the posse scholarship and I ended up getting it. So it was yeah, yeah, the commitment absolutely. on my end there. So, yeah. but everything else, I was kind of like, I can't, I can't commit to you without seeing the entire deal, the entire package. And I think that's just something to remember that not everybody's journey is going to look the same. Oh, um, your best friend isn't going to, you know, do the same different pathway. I think that's funny to mention because me and my friend in like seventh grade, when we were little ambitious little seventh graders, we're like, we're going to go to the same college. We made this entire like binder yeah. <laughs> this plan and oh you know it's God. funny yeah it was we signed it it was it was something yeah. and it's funny to think because we're not anywhere where we said we were going to be like the colleges that we're at actually weren't even on the, the top 50 list that we had so it's really yeah, funny okay. to see yeah, yeah. where things end up and how it happens and where people go but I think that's all a part of the college process and just Absolutely. you know learning to trust it and and go with the flow really yeah and it's so hard to hear that when you're in the process. Like my friend would always be, my friend, oh my God, she was, she was honestly my rock, like my best friend from home. She was like always telling me like, it's all going to work out. Like, just like leave it. Just like you can, literally can't change anything after you submit it, which is so true. And she would remind me of that. And she was, she would just, she was very like pragmatic and very like realistic with me. And she like reminded me that I just have to like let it go. Um, and so like, it was, but it was really hard to hear that when I was like really stressed out. And I can like to anybody listening who like is in this like position where you're getting that advice and feeling really like hopeless and anxious, like, trust me, I was in the same position, but you don't know how your life can change in this next month or so, month to one to two months. Like it, 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 could, it could change in any direction. Like really nobody knows. And so just like use that as like a symbol of hope, I guess, that like it could go anywhere you anywhere you envision it to go. Um, and you don't know until you actually get there. So that's what I would say, honestly. And that, that's what I kept telling myself when March rolled around. Yeah, definitely. Um, in terms of, you know, on the topic of advice and talking about that, um, what piece of advice would you give to, you know, a student looking to explore your major specifically at Vanderbilt or, you know, looking into applying at Vanderbilt or anything of that sort? Yeah. Um, I think like for Vanderbilt specifically, I think like what we really, what we're really strong in is sort of that like business side of things, business and pre-med. I think that's like something that we're really, really strong in. Um, but specifically for Vanderbilt, like the HOD major, again, is really specific to our school. And if you are interested in kind of um, anything business, social impact related, social entrepreneurship related. Um, the HOD program can be for you. And um, 
in terms of like Vanderbilt and not only Vanderbilt, but at a lot of other schools, um, I think like be if you if you are someone like me who's indecisive with like what you actually want to do, um, a school like Vanderbilt's really good to be able to like change really easily. You don't have to declare until sophomore year. Um, because I know, for example, at UCLA, if I had committed there, I would literally have no freedom in being able to change my major. And I actually got in as like human biology and like, I don't even want to go into STEM. So like, why would I do that? Um, so I, but I would not have been able to change it if I went to UCLA. So I don't know, choosing a school that like allows you to be flexible if you're, if you are someone like me who, you know, isn't really sure or like changes their mind a lot. Um, I think a school like Vanderbilt's really good. Um, and I think a piece of advice for someone looking to attend a school I think or just any college in general I think my biggest piece of advice is um like I think just like really showing like really telling your story I think like your application your whole entire application is just like a story that you need to tell and that you're trying to like market yourself to um the admissions officers through and so um kind of like telling your story includes being authentic but also like making sure that everything has a theme to it and kind of like has um some cohesive like element to it um and so I think that's like my biggest piece of advice to anybody applying to at any university I think that's the biggest thing yeah yeah I really like that um I agree with everything you said just really you know going back to the whole thing conversation we had earlier just you know really trusting the process and you'll end up where you're supposed to end up um yeah, have, definitely looking at all of your options, um, pros and cons list. Like you mentioned that, you know, you wouldn't have that flexibility to change your major like you have at Vanderbilt. And I think that's a really big thing to look at, you know, at these colleges, especially when you, you're at the March point, April point, where it may first, you have to make a commitment, just really looking at the pros and cons of these schools that have accepted you, you know, looking at the, the, the different aspects like financial aid, do you have the freedom to change your major? Or are you going to be stuck in that same subject that you're like, I, I hate this. Like, are you going to say yeah. for the next four years, I hate this. I hate, yeah. I really, really, like, yeah. are you going to dread it? You know? Yeah. I'm so glad I have that flexibility because I don't know what I would have done majoring in human biology. Like, like, no, that's just not for me. <laughs> yeah. I think on my end, that's all the questions I have today. Is there anything else that you want to tell our listeners? Um, I think just, again, really try to understand that college admission getting into college is like literally one step and you're like it's like only college is only like four years of your life and I think once you look at that in the whole context of your life it really puts into perspective like how your journey can like is not impacted in any major way simply by the college you go to like it can be impacted by so much and understanding that college is only four years of your life that college application season is only at most nine months of your life um just really thinking about that really puts it into perspective and really makes college applications seem like not the end of the world which I feel like is a big like perception within this period of life um and so that's again easier said than done to like think about but really just try to understand that like it's not the end all be all at all um and if you don't feel like it's the end for you then it's not like there's so many other places where you can like end up your journey is not uh dictated by whatever college you go to like you can go to a college end up with your dream job like vice versa you could go to college you really love and not end up with the job that you wanted like it can go any way 
um, and college is not a determinant of that. Um, and so I would just say that if anyone is feeling a little bit um, anxious during the season. Right. Yeah, I love that. Um, thank you, Riley, for, you know, having sitting, sitting down with me, having this conversation and just, you know, giving all your words of wisdom to our listeners out there, you know, anxious, fresh or upcoming freshmen or anybody interested yeah, in that yeah. college process. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really liked this. Of course. Thank you. Thanks so much, Riley. I hope you learn more about him, Vanderbilt, and how your college major can change within college and lead to your dream career. For all things college, check out the College Confidential webpage at collegeconfidential.com. We're currently highlighting our 2023 regular decision release hub. You don't want to miss it. Until next time.